We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's dive into back to the transfer portal, Sean. Another player that is, has jumped in the portal is Chris Tyree. I was hopeful that he would come back, Sean, but also kind of expecting him to leave. We've talked on the show in recent weeks about how we kind of anticipate some of the receivers leaving. Chris Tyree was one of those guys that I did anticipate leaving. I do know that they had a a talk with the coaches during a bye. He was one of the players that sat down with Coach Freeman during the bye week and just kind of had the conversation. And I think, you know, kind of came out of that. Let's see what we can let's see what we can do and and move on. Uh, you know, and, and make a decision. And then I, I, you know, he decided to to move on. A lot of reasons for it. Some of which are related position coach. There's just a lot of things to it. But Chris Tyree decided to move on. One thing that we don't do is the whole oh they'll be just fine. And 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 that guy wasn't you know, look. There's a lot of guys in this position coming back, but you'd be even better with those guys and Chris Tyree. That's kind of how I mm-hmm. feel about it. And let's talk about kind of what they lose with Chris Tyree. Number one, you're talking about a guy that is your team leader in receiving yards right now. I mean, he he led your first year as a receiver, right? Never played the position for, been a running back his whole life, comes and moves to Notre Dame. And on only 26 catches, he has 484 yards. He went 18.6 per catch, about – 25% of his catches, I, if I'm remembering correctly, were over 40 yards this season. He had he had a, over half, I believe, or 20 yards or more mm-hmm. this season. Then he had some minuses and some zeros because of the way that they used him. And, uh, you know, but but look, you just can't look at that numbers. And, and considering he was year one as a receiver, he was going to get better. You just can't say, like, no big deal. This is a kid that brings a speed element to the table. This is a kid that brings an element where defenses have to respect him and plan for him, which then opens up other things. So before we dive into who's threat to replace him, Sean, I do want to address, like, this is a loss. Just like if you lose a guy to the NFL, just like Isaiah Foskey was a loss, just like Michael Mayer was a big loss. But you can still say that was a loss. There's some talented players there, but you first have to acknowledge the loss. And with Chris Lee, you have a very talented player, that was a home run weapon that defenses had to account for. And honestly, if the quarterback did a better job of, of reading things out this year and showing more faith, 
his numbers have even been better. Now, also, if he makes the catch against Louisville, his numbers are better as well. I mean, he had two drops in the season. Got to be better than that. Uh, but he made a ton of plays, and he caught mo- – I mean, his the completion percentage of, of balls that were that targeted Chris Tyree was about 75%, meaning when they threw at him, the completion rate was about 75%. That's really good for a guy that had as many targets as him. And and so he was a productive player for Notre Dame and an impact player on a, on a person that basis. And and at times that was one of the frustrations I had is how they used him or didn't use him. You mm-hmm. know, he'd go make a play and then we don't see him for a quarter and a half or don't see him much or he's not targeted. And those are some of the frustrations uh, that we had. But Chris Tyree certainly certainly will be a loss. And I do not expect his decision to change with the news that we have today. I think he. I think he understood that this didn't. This guy's this not come out of left field. This decision today did not come out of left field, as we've tried to relate to you. So I, I believe Chris knew this might happen, but I just also feel like just from what I'm told, it just it needed to happen. the The move needed to happen for a host of reasons, but um, which which really don't matter. To me at this point in time, I mean, he has to make whatever he's doing. Sean, you know, I'm a big fan of Chris Tyree as a young man. I love that family. Mm-hmm. I'm sad to see him go. But more importantly, just from a f- – not more importantly, but just fo- m- more focusing just on the football part right now, uh, th- this is a loss, certainly a, a loss for the offense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of the Irish Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We're in the midst of the holiday season, which can bring joy to our lives, but can also bring seasonal blues. This time of the year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot in a time of stress or a time of change. It gives you something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. It's important to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. There are ways to make sure you have the tools to be the best version of yourself. And that's not something that's only for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish. Uh, it's a young man that gave you everything he had. Right. Never really complained, even when he wasn't getting enough touches, in my opinion, at the running back position. Never complained. Impacted you on the kick return. Impacted you on the punt return. Moved to benefit the team. Like you said, he's a leader in receiving yards. You know, in the transition, were there opportunities where he didn't make the play? Yes. And ultimately, it hurt the team in some of those big games. But other than that, you know, I could say this as well. Um, I'm going to try to be nice. But Brian pointed something out. It's a lot of guys in the wide receiver room that if uh, a certain guy at the quarterback position had played better, read defenses better, and actually thrown to open receivers that were open on a weekly basis, the wide receiver room would have looked a lot better. Wide receivers, you can blame them. When we're looking at film, the wide receivers are wide open. And some for some whatever reason, they're not getting the ball. Especially later in the year. But but I, earlier in the year, some of the veterans were getting open and weren't getting the ball. Later in the year, the freshmen started making more and more plays. It's, it's but so, all year, the receivers were more open than we give them credit. Than, than most people give them credit for. So, you know, that is the frustration. That's the frustrating part about this situation. I think he could have had an even bigger season than his numbers bear out right now. And uh, I think it is an opportunity for Chris Tyree to go find something that he can have security in, if that makes sense, Brian. I, I don't know if he felt like he could have a sense of security, not from the standpoint of starting. If Chris Tyree, Tyree came back, I think he would be a starter, and I think he knew that. And but he would play. Yeah, he would play, but yeah. look, let's be honest. I mean, Jordan Faison is a very similar player. Mm -hmm. Speed, can take the top off the defense from the slot position, and he produced late in the season when he got opportunity. So I'm not saying that to be dismissive of Chris Tyree, but I think Chris Tyree is looking for a situation Chris Tyree doesn't know who the quarterback is going to be next year at Notre Dame. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know if there's going to be a change in the system or, you know, certain things are going to be tilted more towards what Jared Parker wants or likes to do. Like, there's a transition that's going to be going on in the offseason in Notre Dame offensively. And Chris Tyree might be looking for a situation where – he could end. Let's say he goes to a Florida State. Let's say he goes to a to an LSU that's losing a lot of talented wide receiver. I mean, there are situations where he could feel more comfortable in the situation where he's going to be able to get the best out of himself. And you know, and once again, he has an opportunity to go find someone that either he has a relationship with because they recruited him and he knows them at that position or, you know, on a staff that he's familiar with. Even if he knew that change was coming, he doesn't possibly know and he can't decide who the next guy is. 
So now he has to build an entirely different new relationship right? with that guy. So there are a lot of things, you know, to point out here. And, you know, it's about finding a comfort. Yeah. Like just finding a comfortable situation in your last season because you want to play in the NFL. Right. So, you know, he made he made it. It yeah. was a business decision. At the end of the day, too, Sean, it's like the answer. The he's got one more shot at this. Mm-hmm. He's got to go somewhere where there's a little bit more of a guarantee. And I've always mm-hmm. said that about about graduate transfers. It's OK to be a little bit selfish when you're talking about a grad transfer because you got one shot at this. You got to know. I mean, I, I want some guarantees about playing time because otherwise, you know, I, I, it's my last shot at this. And so uh, so so that's the loss. Now, let's talk about what comes back, Sean, because one thing that like I said, one thing that bothers me is when a guy leaves and people just say, oh, they're going to be fine. And and you're like dismissive of that player and the impact he had. And and I don't particularly like that. I also don't like it when you kind of overreact and, and be like, oh, what was us? And Notre Dame's the only team in the world that has transfers and all that. I think to me with some of these moves, it's like it's kind of a net positive for some others. It's it's just it is what it is. And this is one of those things where Chris Tyree leaving hurts, but Notre Dame is in a great position there mm-hmm. where I do think they'll be okay. And, th- and that's not a shot at Chris Tyree. Like they're better off with him gone. I'm not saying that, but it, it when, when your program is run the way that you are and you recruit the way that you're supposed to, and this is a kudos to, to coach Stuckey because he recruited one of the two guys there. Uh, he did not recruit Jordan Faison. That, that was, that was Chad Bowden. Yeah. But he did recruit. He did recruit Jaden Greathouse. When you look at what comes back, I mean that to me, this is an opportunity where Jaden Jordan Greathouse can now Jaden Greathouse can now go back to his normal position. Jordan Faison stays there, and to me, Jordan Faison to me is not a 40, 50 snap per game guy. He's more of a really good dynamic number two that at times you can use with the guy that starts there. And there's some things that, and they and they did a really nice job of that, Sean, down the stretch in the last couple of games of using Faison and Tyree at times together mm-hmm. to get that speed element on the field, which is which you'll see next year, I think, with if Jaden Greathouse moves back to the slot, Jaden Greathouse and and uh, and Jordan Faison in that regard too. So just looking at it from that standpoint, you got two really dynamic players, and Jaden Greathouse is an interesting player, Sean, because the way he played this year as a freshman especially when he was in the slot early, but even recently as, as he's kind of evolved his game playing outside and, you know, his big touchdown last week was from the slot. Jaden Greathouse is one of those kids that you look at next year and say, who, who can step up and be that dude? Now you hope that that's more than one, but if Jaden Greathouse returns next season, and again, I'm going to say that about every kid, just the nature of it. He's got a chance to be that dude in the slot, or I could see him being a, a really key rotation player, to being the guy for whoever the starting quarterback is next year. Like he brings that type of talent to the table. And his experience this year playing outside, while detrimental to him this year, is going to prove to be a positive next year. Because you can move him back to the slot, but you can also say we can move him all around, though, mm-hmm. and have times where him and Jordan, Jordan Faison are on the field together. Because if Jordan Faison brings that dynamic, dynamic ability, he brings the table. And Great House brings the volume ability that he brings to the table. You don't want to be in a situation where it's either or all the time. You want to be in a situation where it's both at times. And we saw them why this is something that I think Coach Parker tried to bring in the, to the table this year is let, let's get phase on a Tyreen together at times. 
and we'll see that more next year. But but Great House has the ability at 6'1", 205 to play outside as well to where you can use them together, and that's going to be a key. But mm-hmm. I think Jordan, I think Jaden Greathouse has a chance to become to be that guy that rises above. And it's like I'm the go-to guy now. Other guys may be bigger play guys, and you know if Tobias Merriweather comes back, you know he may lead the team in yards where Faison or where Greathouse leads him in 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 catches if Tobias improves his game. Uh, but Jaden Greathouse to me has the ability to go from year one to year two to kind of jump up and really be that guy. You know, um, there, there's no doubt about it. Well, that's not a shock at all, right? Um, once again, we're talking about mentality, right? A lot of kids come and physically can play the game, have the talent. But there's a mental aspect, right? And um, the mental aspect that Jordan, I mean, Jaden Greathouse and Rico Flores came in with was totally different than the mindset that Tobias came in with. And you can argue Tobias is the more physically talented. But Tobias, in my opinion, didn't have the mentality of Rico and Jaden as a freshman and needed development, needed confidence infused into his game for him to take the next step, right? And some of the things we saw him go through this year we really should have seen Tobias go through that last year so that this year he could have taken the next step in his development. And so, you know, as much as we talk about talent, coaching, everything, it all blends together. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, these young men, they decide who they want to be. Right. They put in the work. Right. You, they have to accept the coaching and buy into the coaching. Right. Ultimately, that buying in still has a work behind it. Right. And they have to put in that work. So as much as we want to sit here and talk about our opinions and, and what we think, it's this is what these practices but, are about. That's this is what that's, the offseason is about. That's where my excitement about Jaden Greathouse comes into, into mm-hmm. play. Because everything we've heard about Jaden is he's a worker. He will mm-hmm. work. He 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 works at his craft. He respects the craft. And that's something that any great receipt if look if Tobias Merriweather doesn't pan out, that'll be one of the things that I focus on. If Jaden Greathouse doesn't pan out, it'll be that like most receivers that don't pan out, you look at them and you say that guy did not have respect for the craft because receiver is a lot like offensive line in that regard. Where there's there's just a there's just a man, you just it can't just be about God given ability. There's a crap, there's a there's a intelligence to it, there's a craft to it. Like that's why you see a lot of former receivers get into coaching because especially the guys that weren't like elite, elite talents, because man, you have to know the game. You have to have a mind for it. receivers are usually like really intellectual guys, like really smart guys. And some of them are just freaky athletes and they're big and they can win that way. But a lot of them are really sharp, smart guys. And you have to respect the craft. And Jaden Greathouse is a guy that's always respected the craft. And, and that's why I feel like he is a guy that will put in the work to become that player, have a shot to become that kind of player. And, and then you've got Jordan Faison in the conversation as well, Sean, which you talked about. He brings a completely different element. And that's what I really like about a great house uh, Faison thing, which I really liked early in the year. Like, we can't dismiss this either as far as one thing's an impact of the receiving core is when Jaden Thomas went down, and Great House got injured, and then they moved Great House outside. You lost that one-two punch of of Tyree and Great House in the slot, which had mm-hmm. proved really f- productive during the early part of the season. 
because Chris Tyree brought one element to the table and then Great House brought a completely completely different element to the table. And you had to prepare for both in the slot and you had to handle them different. And then Notre Dame would rotate them like from play to play. Tyree'd go make a play and he comes out and you bring a great house. Like, we got to completely handle it differently. So I really like that element of Great House and Faison now moving forward because Faison brings something like Chris Tyree brought a dynamic, like you got to be worried about him going for 80 every time the ball snapped. Mm-hmm. Faison can be a big play guy down the field. I mean, we've seen him do them. I mean, he had a 45 yard touchdown last week. He had a, was it a 36 yard touchdown against Louisville where he just beat a guy across the back seam. So like, this isn't to say that Jaden for Jordan Faison can't be a big play guy, but what I really like about him and another guy we're going to talk about in a second is he brings more after the catch ability than Tyree from a make you miss kind of way. Tyree could make plays after the catch by just outrunning you. He wasn't a super shifty guy. Faison brings some of that. You can watch him catch a hitch at four yards and then gain 11 yards. Like Those are those hidden yards that you really need if you're going to be an RPO team that I believe Notre Dame ultimately eventually wants to get to. Faison, you, but you need guys like Faison in your offense to do that. You know, yes, you need other guys, but you need that as well. And that dynamic of him, that's why I really like that dynamic of him and Great House as a one-two punch in the slot and occasionally playing them together. And and so uh, you, I really like that that potential duo in the slot, Sean. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The regular season is over, but that doesn't mean shopping for tickets has come to an end. Notre Dame still has a big bowl game coming up. It's also holiday season, which means plenty of amazing concerts and shows. And you'll need tickets, especially if you're a last-minute shopper like me. And if you are in need of tickets, game time is the place to go. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. There's another guy that it, that if he stays is also going to be in this conversation that nobody talks about anymore. Caleb K.K. Smith. Mm-hmm. Came in with a shoulder injury. He's another guy that I'm like, I'm really curious to see what he can do this spring. 
because he's another guy that can play in the slot, can also play some 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 Z, but also can play the slot. That brings a lot of that. He's 5'11", 6 foot. He's 175 pounds. He brings some downfield speed, but he's yeah. super elusive, like super smooth, like just brings a little bit of that that to the table as well, where if you ever get to the point where you got to put Great House outside, he's another guy that you can put in the slot and say, this is an impact player that that plays the game a little differently than Jordan Faison does. So even though they're both slot shifty after the catch, their games are different. And and and, and KK brings a couple inches of height over Jordan Faison as well. So not having him this year, it didn't really hurt you because you had Tyree, you had all those guys. Uh, but when you look at it, Sean, it he just brings an element that I really like, and we shouldn't for, we shouldn't forget about Caleb Smith, and and you know if he's healthy this spring, what he can bring to the table because I loved it, loved it when the he, talent in the wide receiver room is undeniable. Right, they're just young; they need development. That is it. You know, a lot of people wanted or felt like Notre Dame should go to the portal for wide receiver. You know, you were one of the main ones that are like, no, you have the talent. Develop. If you can keep everybody. Yes. Keep everybody and develop them because you have the talent. And that comes from, like you said, we watched the film and the narrative that, oh, their wide receivers are too slow. They can't get open. It's like, that's just not the case, man. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw, I, I laughed because I literally saw Tobias. And this doesn't happen. This is kind of like something that happens when you gain confidence. When a DB plays off coverage, Wide receivers don't raise their hand once they get by the DB. Mm -hmm. Like once they make up that once they make up that 18 yards, the hand goes up because they know, like, I, I got this guy. And I actually saw Tobias throw his hands up on a route. And I'm like, okay, that's something I I don't think we would have seen early in the season. But it's like, okay. Despite everything that's going on, like he's getting the reps that he needs to get. He's feeling better about himself. And, you know, those are the small things that you like to see. So the talent that Braylon James, that physically and athletically, I mean, is there anybody more talented or with more upside in the wide receiver room? Then Braylon James, I mean, it's he could be that guy. You know, it's just a it's easy to see now. You know, Steve Angeli comes in, he's running some of the best slant routes backside, and we've seen all year. And it's like, yo, why can't he do that? <laughs> you know, with the ones and the twos in the middle of the game. So you it just comes to question, you know, usage. Playing time, it's difficult, man, when you have a talented room, right? Ask Stephen McCullough. He would love to give Jeremiah Love 10 to 15 right. touches, right? But now I have to give Jadarian touches. I have to give Jabron touches. I, that's the difficult task, you know, and you only get so many plays during a game. You know, and you still have to, you still have to feed Aldrich right. Estime, right. who is the primary guy. So... Uh, it's the same thing with that wide receiver room. It's going to yeah. be a challenge for the next guy. If if everyone stays, he's going to have to right. figure out 
Yo, right. I have How to do you see all of these kids? And, and I thought they did a pretty decent job of that in the last couple games. And when, when you look at, you know, obviously we talked about Caleb Smith. I think Rico Flores is a guy that at times we may see in the slot in certain looks. I think there's merit to matchups for him. And then we also have to consider, I'm curious to see, you know, what they do, what the new receivers coach wants to do with Jaden Greathouse versus Jaden Thomas. Do they say, hey, you know, and, and how's Jared Parker going to adjust his offense? Because I'll, I'll say this, and and we'll talk more about this uh, in the po- you know, after the season when all the portal decisions have been made. The offense we saw now was Jared Parker building around what he had best mm-hmm. he thought he could. Now I don't I think there's things he could have done better, should have done better, and all that. I'm just saying, like you have this quarterback, and this mm-hmm. is your offense, you got to build around that quarterback. The the point I've made, Sean, and I said this to you the other day, who's the one quarterback that we know Jared Parker said that's who we want to add to the program? That 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 had no influence on he was already recruited by somebody else or whatever else. It was it was who Deuce Knight. Deuce Knight, that's a completely different type of player than what they're doing. Now, I'm pretty confident that if Jared Parker would have, like, let's say Tom Maurice left to go to LSU after 2021, I'm confident that Jared Parker would have would have recruited CJ Carr just as hard as Tom Maurice did because CJ also brings some of that that you know that athletic ability to the table. So this isn't to say that CJ wouldn't have been a, a Jared Parker guy. It's just that he was already on the fold when Jared Parker took over. I'm talking about guys that weren't already committed or whatever else. Like, um, from all my sources, the 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 current OC loves CJ Carr as much as the previous OC, right? He loves Kenny Minchie as much as as the previous OC. It's, this isn't about that. It's about once he was hired, who was the first quarterback that he went after? It was Deuce Knight. Tommy Reese would not have targeted Deuce Knight number one the way that Jared Parker did. That's not a criticism. Tommy Reese's offense is just different. It's not better, not worse. I always say it's not better, not worse. Just different. He would have gone more after George McIntyre, guys like that. Tommy Reese or Jared Parker went after that type of quarterback. And we'll see when the portal opens up and, and, and all the quarterbacks have jumped in. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into, okay, that's further evidence because I think that's the kind of quarterback we're going to see them pursue. And, you know, so so what does that do to the pass game? How does that influence how you use your boundary and your field receivers? There's a scenario in which they could change – how they play the boundary receiver versus how it is now to where Jaden Greathouse now becomes a much better boundary fit than he is currently at the boundary. And now Jaden Thomas becomes that slot guy. I could see a scenario where that, that is the case. So those are some other potential options for the slot as well, Sean. The point being love Chris Tyree, wish he was returning, wish they would have used him better. My ultimate wish, Sean, actually is not that Chris Tyree comes back. It's they would have used him more effectively, enhanced his game a little bit, coached him up better, and then he went out and had the year he should have had, and the quarterback should have targeted him more and had yeah. the year he should have had. I mean, remember the all the was it like five, six, seven clips from the Ohio State game where you're like, dude, that could have been a touchdown to Chris Tyree if the quarterback mm-hmm. would have read the, read it properly. <laughs> um, to where he's you know eight hundred yards receiving on forty catches, couple hundred rushing yards. And it's the decision isn't to go transfer somewhere. The decision is to go to the NFL. That, that was my mm-hmm. ultimate hope. Didn't happen that way. The point is, I, I always kind of anticipated Chris Tyree was going to be gone yeah. one way or the other that way. Yeah. But he's gone. The, the, the reality is you have a lot of really good options there left over. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a good thing. That's a very good thing. So I think Notre Dame will be in a good position there. And his family, that would have been the perfect. I would yes, I would think so. For them, I would think so to have the season that 
they felt like he could have had, and then to have a senior day at Notre Dame and go to the NFL. Yeah. That that would have been the way they wanted things to play out. Yep, agree. Yeah. So slot position, I think the future is very bright. Absolutely. Uh, I forgot to mention this. You also have the incoming freshman. Logan yeah. Saldate uh, is is a guy that, that I like. There, I just retweeted a tweet from Logan where he just he uh, he you know Ryan has an is going to have an update soon. Ryan texted me. Logan was obviously up, uh, upset that Coach Suggs not coming back because he he did recruit primary recruiter, uh, but he's also tweeted that he's locked in and he told us he's locked in. And you know I, I believe the staff has reached out to all those kids. He also heard from Cam Williams and Cam said obviously he's he's locked in and he's going to trust the process and we, we're. we're We'll, we'll hear back from Micah Gilbert soon. I would assume that Micah Gilbert's going to have a similar response, but Micah Gilbert's another guy that could potentially do some stuff in the slot in a similar fashion to what Jade Thomas did uh, last season in the slot. So certainly plenty, plenty of very, very talented options. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.